Welcome to another episode of Sleep Whispers. I'm Harris, and this is my curious little podcast of whispered ramblings and whispered readings, which I hope will help you to relax and fall asleep. This is episode number 173, and specifically it's a fade-out episode, which will start with a guided relaxation tuck-in, followed by a guided imagery of a dinner being prepared, which I know sounds strange, but I think it'll fade you out pretty well. If you're a new listener, then welcome to my little world of whispers. Each week, I rotate through one of six types of episodes to calm those squirrels in your brain. These include Whisperpedia episodes, Storytime episodes, Trivia Time episodes, chat episodes, badge episodes, and tonight you'll hear a fade-out episode. If you enjoy this fade-out episode, and you'd like to listen to all my prior fade-out episodes, then feel free to click the links in the show notes that are in the description area of this episode, or visit my website at sleepwhispers.com Tonight's fade-out is the guided imagery of a dinner being prepared. And it was inspired by Johnny, who suggested that I do a fade-out about the information in cookbooks. And it's a great idea because there is a lot of curious information inside cookbooks, a lot of math, cooking tips, and serving suggestions, uh, information on etiquette, and of course, recipes. I chose the cookbook that's titled 52 Sunday Dinners. And it's written by Elizabeth Hiller, and it was published in 1913. So it's it's a vintage cookbook, and it's it's filled with, as as the title says, 52 different dinner menus that you can prepare and serve. And it it, it actually has a calendar of which Sunday to serve each dinner on. I think this is going to work great as guided imagery because each menu lists the ingredients and then describes how to prepare that menu item. So this should shift the focus 
release of your squirrels from your stressful thoughts, which is what can keep you from falling asleep, to the soothing and comforting visualization of a bounty of food being prepared. And that should guide you right into a relaxed and sleepy state. Well, we'll give it a try anyway. Now, before I get you tucked in and faded out, let me tell you about Purple, the sponsor for this episode. Flop around a little bit on your current mattress. Does it bring you a, a deep feeling of comfort and joy? Purple has designed a unique mattress that is firm, but it's also soft and breathable. So you basically stay cool. And it, it might even give you a, a, a floating feeling like you're a, a sleepy astronaut as you drift off to sleep. You can try a purple mattress for 100 nights. And if you're not fully satisfied, then you can return it for a full refund. And right now, you will get a free purple pillow the purchase of a mattress, just text the word WHISPERS to 84-888. So to get that free pillow, just text W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S and data rates may apply. Alright, on to my usual ear-to-ear duck-in and then the special fade-out to fully tranquilize your brain squirrels. Here is your duck-in. If your lights are on, Turn off the screen and set it aside while you continue to listen. Adjust your pillows just the way you like them. Adjust your covers and sheets just the way you like them. Find a comfortable position. You can lie on your side. You can lie on your back. Or you can try lying on your front. 
whichever is the most comfortable position for you. Next, relax the muscles in your legs. Relax the muscles in your arms. Relax the muscles in your shoulders. Allow your entire body to melt into your bed. Now focus your mind on one good thought from today. It may be something good that happened to you. It may be something good someone did for you. Or it may be something good you did for someone else. This will be the happy thought you will focus on if you find your mind wandering during the fade out. Finally, allow your entire body to fully relax. Focus your mind on that one happy thought. And for the next few seconds, settle your breathing rate to a pace that feels relaxing and comfortable for you. And then I'll begin the fade out. is a proposed dinner menu from the Vintage Cookbook, 52 Sunday Dinners, by Elizabeth Miller. As I read each section of the menu, visualize each item and the preparation process, and you may soon feel yourself drifting off to sleep. Some of the items in tonight's menu include oysters on the half shell, crab meat in tabali cases, roast goose, potato and nut stuffing, endive celery, and green pepper salad. And chocolate nut cake. Let's begin with preparing the oysters on the half shell. You'll need 
Radish and tomato ketchup. Open, loosen, and leave them on the lower shell. Fill some soup plates with shaved ice and arrange each shell on ice, having the small end of the shells the center of the plate. Wash the lemons. Cut them in quarters. Remove their seeds. And serve each quarter in the center of each plate. Garnish each plate with sprigs of parsley arranged shells. Pass the remaining ingredients on a small silver tray, or a cocktail dressing may be made and served in a small glass dish and passed to each guest. Next is consomme duchess, and this consomme will be served with a meringue. Begin by beating the whites of eggs until they are very stiff, and then drop them by heaping tablespoonfuls into milk heated to the scalding point in a shallow vessel. A dripping pan is the best. Use care that the milk doesn't scorch. Is crab meat in timbali cases 
saucepan, add onion, and cook for five minutes without browning. Make sure to be stirring it constantly. Add flour and continue to stir until well blended. Add that hot cream gradually. Continue stirring and add your seasoning to taste. stove. Add the egg yolks, which are already slightly beaten. Reheat your crab meat and sauce over water, and you're going to serve this in Swedish timbales. And here's what you'll need to make those timbales. Gather up one cup of flour. Half a teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon of sugar, one egg, two-thirds of a cup of milk, and one tablespoon of olive oil. Begin by sifting your flour and mixing it with the salt and the sugar. Add the milk, but do it slowly, always stirring constantly. Add the well-beaten egg and the olive oil. The mixture should be very smooth. Strain it and let it stand overnight. Now heat a timbali iron in hot cotyledon. in the hot cotyledon and fry until crisp and delicately browned. Remove it from the iron and invert it on brown paper. And these dainty cases can be used for all kinds of creamed mixtures. Now we're going to prepare the goose by singeing and removing all the thin feathers before drawing the bird 
give it a thorough scrubbing with a brush in a warm soap solution. This is very necessary because it cleans off all the dirt that becomes mixed with the oily secretions and opens and cleanses the pores that the oil may be more readily extracted. Draw and remove everything that can be taken out. Then rinse the bird thoroughly. Sprinkle the inside lightly with salt, pepper, and powdered sage. And then you're going to stuff with the following mixture and truss as turkey. So this stuffing that you're going to now prepare is going to be potato and nut stuffing. Here's what you'll need. Four cups of hot mashed potatoes. Two and a half tablespoons of finely chopped onion or chives. One cup of English walnut meats chopped moderately. A half a teaspoon of paprika. One and a quarter teaspoon of salt. Half a cup of cream. Two tablespoons of butter. The yolks from two eggs. And one teaspoon of sweet herbs if you desire to have that flavor. Now just simply mix together all those ingredients and fill the body of the goose. Once you have finished the trussing, place the goose on a rack in a dripping pan. Sprinkle with salt. Cover the breast with thin slices of fat salt pork and place in the oven. Cook for about three quarters of an hour. Baste it often with the fat in the pan. Then remove the pan from the oven and drain off all the fat. Remove the slices of pork and sprinkle again with salt and dredge with flour, and return to the oven. When the flour is delicately browned, add one cup of boiling water and baste often. Add more water whenever necessary. Sprinkle it lightly with salt, and again dredge with flour. Cook until tender from one and one half to three hours, according to the age of the bird. If you have a very young goose, it is infinitely better to steam or braise it until tender than dredge it with salt and flour and brown it richly on the oven. You're going to serve the bird on a bed of cress and garlic.
garnish with baked snow or Jonathan apples. Now you're going to prepare Chantilly applesauce with horseradish. Begin by pairing, coring, and cutting into quarters five medium-sized greenings. Cook with very little water, and when quite dry, rub through with a fine puree strainer to the pulp. Add one half cup of granulated sugar, five tablespoons of grated horseradish, then fold in an equal quantity of whipped cream. Serve at once with roast goose, ducks, or goslings. Now you'll prepare onions or gratin. Cook one quart of uniform-sized silver-skinned onions in boiling salted water. When they are quite tender, drain and turn into a baking dish. Cover them with cream sauce. Sprinkle the top with fine buttered cracker crumbs and finish cooking. Make sure to brown those crumbs delicately though. Now you'll prepare endive, celery, and green pepper salad. Select some crisp well-bleached heads of endive. Separate the leaves, keeping the green leaves separate from the bleached leaves. Wash and dry them. Dispose the leaves on individual plates of ample size. Arrange the green leaves first, then the bleached leaves, until you've formed a nest. Fill the centers with the hearts of celery in one half-inch pieces. Cut a slice from the stem end of crisp red and green peppers. Remove the seeds and veins and cut in the thinnest shreds possible using some shears. Now strew these shreds over each portion and just before serving, marinate each with French dressing. Our dessert tonight is going to be chocolate nut cake, but we're also going to serve it with hot chocolate sauce and vanilla ice cream. So let's prepare that ice cream. Gather up the following. Three quarters of a cup of sugar. One third of a cup of water. One quart of cream. And one and a half tablespoons of vanilla. Make a syrup by boiling the sugar and the water for three minutes. 
cool that slightly and add cream, add vanilla, and freeze it. Pack it into a brick-shaped mold. Bury it in salt and ice, and then just let that stand for several hours. In the meantime, let's prepare some hot chocolate sauce. Melt two squares of chocolate in a saucepan. Add one cup of sugar, one tablespoon of butter, and two-thirds of a cup of boiling hot water. Simmer that for 15 minutes. When it cools, add three-fourths of a teaspoon of vanilla. And now, we can prepare our chocolate nut cake. You'll need one-third of a cup of cotyledon, two cups of sugar, four eggs, one cup of milk, two and one-thirds cups of flour, four teaspoons of baking powder, a quarter of a teaspoon of salt, squares of chocolate that you'll melt, three quarters of a cup of English walnut meats broken into pieces, and half a teaspoon of vanilla. Begin by creaming the cotyledon. Add one cup of sugar gradually but also stirring constantly. Beat the egg yolks until they are thick and light. Gradually add that remaining cup of sugar and then combine all that together. Add the melted chocolate. Now mix and sift the flour, the baking powder, and the salt and add to the first mixture alternately with milk. Add the nut meats and the vanilla, then cut and fold in the whites of eggs, beaten stiff. Turn into a well-greased tube pan and bake for 45 minutes in a moderate oven. After it is cooled, Spread with boiled frosting. Alright, now that is all your menu items that you've prepared. To conclude, place all your menu items into suitable serving dishes. Place lids on the warm dishes and add appropriate utensils to each item. I hope you and your guests have a pleasant dinner. This is the end of tonight's fade out. I hope you 